dude imagine her going and telling her friends that story like i went to this dude's house I, so what happened with jeff I, he was cool but then like he invited me over and <laughs> he asked me if i wanted to watch him come and then he just he just shit himself dude i would not believe that story for a second The Amityville Horror, 2005. The remake. Dill, when did you watch this? What do you mean? Like for this or? In for this. The... For this. I assume uh, this is one you've already seen, but did you, you rewatched this for this, right? Yeah, I watched it um, like earlier this week. And then I actually, today, I watched the movie again, but with the audio commentary for the first oh. time. With It has Ryan Reynolds and the two producers. Oh, and, uh, no shit. Yeah, so I just wanted to, I knocked that out because I was like, that might be fun. And there's some cool things I learned from that. Um, it was a fun listen. It went by quick. But yeah, I watched it earlier this week. What about you? I, I don't even know if you've seen this movie before. Well, I actually picked this because I've seen this one time before in the theaters. Ooh, it was a theater that, watch. Which is a very, very rare. I think I've watched this and It Chapter 2 in theaters. I don't know of any other horror movies I've seen in theaters. I knew there was some... Power Heist? Nope. <laughs> Didn't see that. I don't, I don't remember, because it was just during a time where I would just, like, <clears throat> buy tickets or not pay attention to the movie or whatever I was, my teenage years were going through. Oh, you're just finger-banging someone while yeah. the movie's going on? Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> not far. It's the, wrong, it's the wrong person. It's... <laughs> Not the girls on your right, the other... yeah, yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> it's some fucking fat guy with a bowl of nachos. And just like... yeah. He's smoking a cigarette in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, keep going. I was never going with my left and rights. Uh, yeah, so I watched this one with my girlfriend at the time, and then we went on this just string of like, I would just buy so many movies, movie stub, movie tickets, and we'd go in there and not watch any of it or then it got to the point where i'll just buy the tickets and we just leave we would end up in the woods and shit but this one i remember because i throwing think, dirt at each other and shit yeah, those, yeah so chasing, what, chasing <laughs> each other around that's what it was called back in the day throwing dirt <laughs> at one another let's go back toss some dirt at each other uh but i think this is one of those occasions where i was really early on like we had just started dating and it was one of those things where I think she had like a, fr a friend with her, you know, those type of dates, like uh, in the beginning. Yeah. And uh, I just remember like, I wasn't, in the, I wasn't really into horror movies yet, but I who do does that? The, the, 
I'm gonna bring a friend and say, oh, all right, well, yeah, you want someone to have their back, and then you're you're supposed to be getting to know each other with like your. I mean, we were we were already boyfriend and girlfriend, but we were still in the process of getting to know. So then it's like, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the fucking friends just listening to everything and judging, and then you just know they're gonna talk shit. Well, not only that, but they have like they'll have like inside jokes together and shit. Then you kind oh, of yeah. feel like, ah, well, so what what does that mean? <laughs> That's when you just say you both still stink, so I don't know what you're all getting all giddy about. But I just remember certain like aspects of this movie because I think I don't think we like made out for this like entire movie, like unlike the other ones. Like for this one, I actually remember watching quite a bit of it. And the only thing I remember specifically from the experience is <clears throat> Ryan Reynolds getting shirtless, and it was like really quiet. I just remember going like. Mm. Like in the theater, and like, <laughs> and like the few people like around me, including my girlfriend, time like, like actually getting like a laugh, and just the way it was timed and everything. Usually, I don't, you know, I don't like that shit. You know, everybody be quiet at the theater, keep your phones away. But it was just a very subtle like. Mm. It was oh, gotcha. It was obviously a joke, and it was obviously a joke off of. It's a horror movie. It's Ryan Reynolds. Obviously, at some point, that shirt was coming up. <laughs> we we know what we know what was going on. I had a moment like that once where I, because I usually when I went to theaters, I hate when people talk and shit. But I did. A, I saw the Evil Dead remake in theaters, and I saw it on the opening night with a packed house, and that was I'll never forget that experience because people were fucking flipping out watching that thing, and like the friends I were with, I was with, some of them left because they actually like, got sick. Um. Like the, it was just so nice. And I'm just sitting there like eating popcorn, like <laughs> that's some wild shit. And uh, I think at the end, like the when the bitch came out of the ground, like it got quiet for a minute, I guess, or something. I just remember going, that's a huge bitch. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't know. I was young because I was in I think I was just graduating high school. So I was that kid. Oh, and, uh, no. But it actually got a few laughs. <clears throat> and uh, that's like the only time I've ever done that. I would have hated that so, so much, even though that was like around my time frame of uh you know that that bit that's a huge bitch like that that was a thing, yeah. We use that a lot. That old dude. I was watching movie. Scary Movie too, and my favorite line in that whole fucking movie is when she's pissing, and the possessed girl's pissing in the beginning, uh-huh. and like she's just pissing and pissing, and everyone's just sitting there awkwardly, and you just hear the one guy, she's good. <laughs> she's good (laughs) Uh, anyways back to the amityville horror uh this is a 2005 one with ron reynolds yep and i have right off the bat a child dying much less a little girl was a bit much for me immediately yeah because you texted me you said this movie scares me or something like that this movie's scary yeah, I, I mean, I was I was half like, but it what this this got to be a little bit more than some of our other entries, I guess is what I was trying to say. To where I was like, oh, I'm actually kind of like, oh, a little uncomfortable. Like I, watching this in 2005, making out with your girlfriend as a teenager, and watching it now as a father of two little girls, and watching what is you know a true story of this guy killing his whole family because the house was telling him to. And then he goes in and like the last person to kill is like his little sister. And she goes, what's wrong, Ronnie? 
and she, she kind of resembled my like my girl and i was like oh i don't i didn't i was i was not but, I mean, I it's, it, but it's it's a it's a movie i wasn't like turned off by it or be like oh my god i can't like i'm crying or anything but you know what i mean the first note i wrote this was a true story dot 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 and i forgot because it opens it opens hot and brutal and sets a tone because <laughs> yeah. i forgot i was like i was watching i was like oh fuck that's right he kills his whole family and then i remembered it was a true like it's a true story like this guy re- that's the rest of the shit might be fake but this guy really did fucking kill his family members while they were sleeping and i was just like shaking my head going like as he's shooting them even though we don't see it too i mean still it's just like fucking christ and then um i was funny because i was reading the or during the commentary they were talking about how i guess the actor who played jody the little girl and who played the ronnie the guy that did all the shooting um they were like just local actors that they found and they actually the little girl auditioned for the role that of the daughter in the movie that chloe grace yeah and uh it was funny because the producers in the commentary were saying like um yeah she was really good and we really liked her um the actress who came in and auditioned for chloe's role she was so good that uh and then ryan goes that she didn't get the role (laughs) (laughs) they laughed he's like yeah but no we we wound up wanting her for this and I was just like, God damn it, Ryan Reynolds, you're you're fantastic. Well, my next note, I I literally wrote Ryan Reynolds is everything I want to be. <laughs> was my was, was my next note. Just in shape, a beard, you're kind of witty, loved like loved uh I guess, yeah, I guess you know the kids that he took on. Cause Ryan Reynolds and his like newer hot wife. I guess her husband, she was a widow. Mm-hmm. So the father of the children that Ryan Reynolds is now taking care of with this girl has passed away, which becomes kind of a, you know, obvious through line throughout the movie as well. Oh, Ryan Reynolds is fucking dope. Yeah, see, like, we're on the same page with, with our notes here. Now, did this cause you to go down, like, the, uh, like, a little bit of, like, a rabbit hole with looking up the Amityville horror? No. I went down that a little bit. Where I well, hold on. First, have you seen, because this is a remake, have you seen any of the other Amityville horror movies? No. Yeah, neither have I. And because this is a remake of, I forget the when the original came out, but this is from like Platinum Dunes, the same company with Michael Bay, Andrew Fuller, and Brad Forum, I think. They produced the 2003 Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Then they did this. They wound up doing the Friday 13th remake the nightmare on elm street remake um but no i've never been i saw this movie growing up i guess you talked about being in a theater i just i i don't know remember when i first saw it but i wound up i really liked it um and it was one of those movies i've seen so many times in my youth like it was one of those comfort movies i don't know i just really always enjoyed watching it and uh i've never had a desire though to watch any of the other ones well, I by going down the rabbit hole thing, I'm talking about I looked into the actual right thing, like that yeah. shit. Just reading so many articles of what was true, what was not. I think that's why I didn't want because I didn't want to know what was true and what wasn't true. Cause it's was, ah, it's like because you hear so much shit about how the LUTs just they all lied. I was just like, fuck it. Like <coughs> I don't care. Yeah, I like, just want to enjoy the movie. Stories have changed multiple times. I think uh 
yeah i i don't know i i wish i remembered a lot of the shit that i read but i was just i just end up going down just looking at what the lutz had to say and how long they stayed there and then how the guy who i th- i believe might still be alive dude the guy who no he died he did die i'm pretty sure he did i thought because i think i remember reading some trivia where he was suing the production company when they were making this movie oh, and then he died right. that was him he died during it so it, the case just ended like that yep yep <clears throat> okay yeah you're right i read that i read that as well um but uh then I wrote, the wife is really into this house like close to orgasm dude i wrote th- i wrote something like that um oh man i don't know i know i definitely thought that when i was um watching it i was like okay she's like really just like milking it like when they're walking through and she says something she's like oh that's impressive she turns around and says like that's impressive and um full disclosure just to get it out of the way i don't know how you feel about it i find the kids and the mom kind of annoying um one i just don't like kids plus i don't know i just think they're annoying and then the mom she's attractive but at the same time there's just something about her face and maybe it's just her like upper mouth lip thing it just always kind of i don't know just bothers me and i just find her her character annoying like of course she's a widow and like she has this really super hot nice guy as her uh you know her her new husband who's like gonna give her the house she wants and there's a scene later i think where like she says like i don't care about our money and ryan Reynolds says like our money and i don't know i was just like yeah you're just like a widow I think she's incredibly attractive. I don't know. Uh, but you want to pinpoint an upper lip. I think you're just jealous that she's Ryan Reynolds, which I was too. Maybe. Maybe that. But I just also find her kids annoying, especially that like little boy. <clears throat> well, look, what, what the the young one, the super young one? Yeah. Uh, he's just a little kid. Then you had like the teenage kid who's obviously going to have issues with a new. Yeah. Father's. I was, I honestly, I wasn't that annoyed by all the characters and i wrote that i really like uh so by the way just to catch you up they're looking at this house it was we start off the cold open is a brief thing of like the actual murders happening in the house yeah and now the wife of right rose really wants the house he's unsure because it's super cheap and it doesn't yeah. have much wrong much wrong with it but it's obvious that there's something spooky going on the the realtors basically just like well, while you say that, I wrote down the realtor's apprehension about going into the basement while showing the house. I really liked it. Was like subtle. Like she yeah. stood back, like yeah, like go. And she was like a little. She played that very well. Yeah. Like about okay, like she knows like some shit. I thought it was funny when uh, you know, when the scene happens though, and they find out about the murders because like he he he's they want Brian Reynolds says yes, so they wind up having that whatever saying they're gonna buy the house and then that's when they, they he decides to say like okay what's the catch so then they go out and she's a that's when the realtor says there was a murder a family and the wife is like in the house and then all of a sudden she's like do you think we should buy this <laughs> like, she's like wait a minute you were just so hard up for this like five minutes ago and then i think it's funny because like if it was me i'd want to know every single thing about the murders before I moved into that, before I signed any fucking papers or anything. Yeah. Instead, they just seemed to be like, oh, the family was murdered in a house? Oh, people die every day. <clears throat> yeah. So this is what my wife was. So you know what? 
we're going for it just to make her happy. It's like, I don't know. I wouldn't have blown over that too quick. Not that I'd be worried about what happened here. <laughs> like demons and shit. I'd just be like, hey, if I'm going to live here, let's get all the deeds. Yeah. Like, let's get all the deeds before we get the deed. <laughs> deeds before deed. I, I kind of like that one, actually. <laughs> a, lot of, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of times I do that. Oh, oh, and then I move on, but I'll drink to that. I like that one. Um, I, the house is cool too. I really like the house. Yeah, yeah. And during the commentary, I learned that they actually uh, they found that house. They shot in that house. Nothing. And it was exactly how they found it, except for like the front of the house that looks like the Amityville house. That's all a facade. So like when you see them walk up to the house, the very front, they built that on when they found the house. But otherwise, like everything inside the house was part of it even the stain do you remember when they were looking through the house being shown it and like the wife sees a big nasty black moldy stain apparently that was actually there they didn't put that there for the movie Uh, well and even the doorknob do you remember the cross doorknob that like turns upside down Uh Uh uh-huh that That was was there oh shit okay so even ron reynolds was like really the producer said yeah that was all there he's like that's awesome that's another compliment about this movie that I always give credit for we get we do get into this quick like they're in the house like the yeah. there's no like 30 40 minutes until it's like now we moved into the house we get we get like two quick scenes of seeing them as a family like in the small like apartment or house or whatever we get to see that ryan reynolds is like trying to be a good guy and like likes likes these kids and they seem like a pretty happy family other than the dipshit 12 year old son who's I guess I understand. Like, yeah, that's that all works. And Ryan Reynolds comes off super like, honestly, he he comes off like Ryan Reynolds. He's just yeah. super likable, a good looking, like kind of witty, like nice. You want you just want to like him anyway. Yeah. And then he takes on these kids, so you automatically giving him credit. He's doing all this stuff for his wife. Yeah, he had to deal with the fact that his woman got like, like someone came in his woman at least three times so that she could have three kids. <laughs> He had to carry with that with him. I guess that's something. That he... Isn't that a thought? No, they should call this movie the Amityville Horror. God. No. No. I, set up. You get credit for like one per episode. Good God. <laughs> All the girls that don't have any kids that have been like came in way way over so many more times really like, yeah but this one had three kids because of it i know but that's just like walking that's just proof that walks around and like is a constant reminder yeah life <laughs> <laughs> life walking around yeah i ain't a fan yeah you're not a fan of, i mean <laughs> good god let's just keep moving on um, so, ryan, <laughs> ryan reynolds starts like seemingly feel the effects immediately of this house yeah he's rubbing his hand like he feels like cold and because she takes like a phone call of her like of his like bitch her her mom she's like a a shit mother-in-law character even though you don't you never see her or anything oh yeah yeah like he goes he like answers the phone and it's her and you could tell by what he says like okay not a fan of me i still i guess which is on par for mother-in-law's 
not maybe not my personal experience (laughs) (laughs) allegedly but maybe in general Uh, Uh, but no yeah they jump into it really quick but one of my things that i would say actually i really dislike on rewatch is i think they show jody way too early and way too often like imagine if we had only seen her maybe for the first time in that babysitter scene instead we see her when ryan reynolds and melissa george are having sex we see her like on the edge of the bed and it's just so like in your face it's not scary to me and then same with when we see her with with uh chloe and the mom up in the and she goes like shh yeah maybe we didn't maybe we actually didn't need that you're right i was actually thinking that too how how creepy would it have been if like chloe was just talking to an empty chair the entire time and instead we see the ghost automatically it's like damn it whereas if we had just waited until the babysitter scene imagine it would have been like way more more effective it when she showed up then because that scene which we'll get to was so pretty damn creepy anyway yeah but and i was gonna say no matter how hot the girl is because look we're watching very two very attractive people they're having sex now and no matter how how hot that each person is if you envision a child hanging i think the night is over yeah that yeah i also didn't apparently this is one thing i didn't like either uh after watching the commentary is they said that actually when they filmed that scene and like like the young actress was actually there on the edge oh, of the bed what? For the, yeah for, for that shot so i thought i was like oh uh, i was I like i don't like do this that. anymore you don't need to the scene was just kind of yeah i don't know about that no i didn't read it i didn't listen to the comment i don't know if they mentioned this in the commentary but i did read that ryan reynolds was actually standoffish with his children yeah. in this movie for he even says it in the commentary oh okay he does yeah he said he he wanted to be like it just helped him as you know as an actor and and like what he had to do he said it was going to be harder if i fell in love with all the kids and Uh, even even the wife he was like even melissa like she's great but i didn't want to really become friends so it just made it easier when i have to get mean because he he was talking they during the commentary when he was talking about like one of the scenes when he yells at the kids he was like man that was tough to do and the producers were like we weren't there that day. Were you really like yelling at the, like when we're on your close up? are the kids still sitting there? He's like, yeah. And like, are they like giving it back to you? You know, like acting back. And he's like, yeah, that's why <laughs> that's what's channeling my performance. And uh, yeah, they, everyone does a really good job. I mean, I find the wife and the kids kind of annoying and I always have, but I still really like the movie and they all still have a really good chemistry and you genuinely care <clears throat> about the, this is yeah go ahead calls for the calls sorry you might just have to cut there um but they all have really good chemistry and you really like them which i think helps and that's why i don't understand this movie gets i Maybe not now. I actually didn't look anything up about it, but I think this movie gets kind of shit on. Probably. I mean, it's a remake, so it's like maybe people are, you know, obviously it's not as good as the original, but I don't know. Fuck that. Like, just walk, just enjoy something for something new, something, you know, a, a fresh take, unless it's just completely, you know, like a ripoff or um, doesn't add anything new to it. But I think 
Ryan Reynolds alone is a reason to see this movie. I think he's just really, really good in it. And particularly, particularly the scenes where he's having to, uh, like where he starts turning and he's right. like being mean to the kids, man, is that some, like when it, the, the, the very first one where the kid, the young kid finds the thing in the yard, this, the like torture device. And he's just like, where'd you find that? He's like, the, the basement. He's like, not the basement, my office. And he's like, don't go down there. Okay. And then he, oh, I was like, fuck. And then, it, you know, as it gets more and more into it, I actually forget that it's Ryan Reynolds. Like watching it, I haven't watched it in years. I was watching it and I was into it, dude. Like I watched it coming home from work. So it was like four in the morning and it just sucked me in. Yeah, I, yeah. So first of all, that like we talked about, I wasn't really annoyed by any of the characters. And this is, uh, I believe, Chloe Bress's debut, film debut, I think. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure that. I'm pretty sure it was. Um, but I will say, like, and I thought she did a good job in this. <clears throat> and like I said, I have a three-year-old. And if I walk into a room and she's uh, talking to someone and that someone has a name that she draws a picture of that someone, it's just she's not supposed to tell me about her. And she, well, no, she's like, and also there's like a bad man. Like, and there's he's a the bad, bad man. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, okay, we're leaving. Yeah, we're out. No, no, the state. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, well, to be fair, I mean, these characters are in the 70s. So, I mean, it's not like they hear about hauntings every other fucking day. So they might, you know what I mean? So I, I give them a pass on that. Um, but I, there's some shit I don't like in the movie. Like, I think it gets a little, it's, to me, this movie's really, it's, it's not a sophisticated horror film. It's just like a fun popcorn theater, spooky, spooky yeah. house movie. But it's fun. But there's like a few scenes where I just kind of like roll my eyes. Like the one where um, the mom is talking to the little kid and like putting him to bed. She's like, did you say your prayers or something? And then the older kid's like, why don't you tell him the truth? Prayers don't do any good. No one yeah. answered them when I asked for dad to still be kept alive. I just went... I literally could not roll my eyes any fucking harder. Yeah, I had a feeling that would be one of your... Because uh, then she walks issues. over and she's like, William, like, don't say that. And blah, 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 blah. And then same with like the um, the scene where the little girl almost jumps off the roof and like, she's like, I just want to see daddy. And like, she, you know, the mom's like, he's in heaven with the angels. And the one thing that saves that scene for me is Ryan Reynolds going like, what is wrong with you people? But I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but just I wrote that it's a fun spook house movie, really fucking supported on the back of Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, I think he he definitely plays a big a big part in that. My thing is, I know we jumped ahead a little bit, but one of the most uncomfortable, like scariest parts to me, because out of all the fucked up visuals, the jump scares. The scariest shit was Ryan Reynolds waking up and like looking outside and seeing like the light on in his little like lake house thing. The boathouse. Like the boathouse. And then thinking that the little girl was out there. Yeah. And he runs out there and then he sees like bubbles coming up in the water. Like, oh, dude, I, I, all I could think about, like, once again, she would never do this, but just being in, put myself in that position. And my little girl, like Myra, looking outside, seeing the light on, it, like 
after I've already had like a situation with her, maybe going out there and then seeing the light on it's in the middle of the night and she could be out there and I run out there and I see bubbles in the water. Yeah. And it's dark as shit. And he had to die. He dives into the water. It's like, Oh my God. Well, we're, yeah, we definitely have different, like, cause I'm not a father obviously. So that's not even something I was thinking about during that scene. Um, if anything, I thought like, I ain't diving in that fucking water just because you and I both have a fear of, Oh, that's I my dark would, water. My fear that is my biggest fear, but that fear would be out the fucking window. I'm diving in and just like straight as and as hard as I possibly can, and just hoping to feel something just to grab so I can pull up to the surface, and then just to find out that there's you know she wasn't out there. But that was just it. Just did something to my like I was so uncomfortable putting myself in that position. That yeah that. That's the biggest thing that affected me in the entire movie, by wow. far. Yeah. What did you think of that jump scare when the little boy had to take a pee? Oh, uh, I guess you kind of expected. You expect that. I actually happen. forgot about it. <laughs> it got me. I forgot. Oh, it about got it. me. It got me. Yeah. <laughs> I was sitting there, like, I was into the movie, and I was like, oh, I can't remember what happens here. And then, she, because I had my volume turned up, sure enough, it went you know and i was like oh fuck that's right that's there no it got me a few times like i have i have it playing on the tv right now i started it when we started this podcast so i just i was wondering what the fuck you kept looking over at i was like well ryan rose was shirtless and i was like well i might as well watch it again and now right now the babysitter just showed up which is actually my next note is the way the babysitter was dressed when she showed up her whole belly's out and shit yeah i'm just like good god i'm I've never had a babysitter, much less one that looked like that. There was a comment. There was something funny in the commentary where one of the producers said, "Now, what twelve-year-old boy wouldn't want that as a babysitter?" And then Ryan Reynolds said, "What twenty-eight-year-old <laughs> would want, wouldn't want that as a babysitter?" Like I'm looking at her right now, and her entire—it's not. No, it's not a belly shirt. That shit's tied right below her tits. Like, and she's there smoking the, like hitting a pipe in the bathroom. I love how she does that, and then she like waves it away. But fucking marijuana yeah, is like you ain't waving that shit away, especially in a closed off fucking bathroom. But uh, I wrote that the babysitter scene is pretty intense. But fuck that closet door, <laughs> like yeah. Uh, what? What do you mean? Yeah. Why are you saying yeah? Fuck that closet. The, the one that she, that that she got locked in. Yeah. Oh, why Why do you think it was fucked up? Uh, I just thought it was funny because, like, it was so flimsy. Like, it, like if you really wanted to get out, like, you and me, if we were in that fucking closet, that shit started happening, tell me you wouldn't be able to break down that fucking flimsy closet door that just has those. Oh, I didn't th- even think you were going door specific. I thought you were just like, like fuck that. I, I mean, know. fuck that situation, but also just, I was oh. like, obviously this bitch doesn't want out of here bad enough. I just looked over and there's that scene, that scene where it's like, hey, she has a long tongue. Let's how can we use that into a scene? Yeah. They talk about that in the commentary. That was pretty forced, it seemed. But that's um, also the reason he has a kiss poster on his wall. It was a little okay. Well, oh, Easter. Egg. I like that. Uh I like the scene that happens during this though, where they go to dinner. Um, and they have another one like this where he goes to the doctor because it really I think it's like so important to see that Ryan Reynolds actually his character actually is a really good guy. Just not when he's at the house. And it's nice to remind us of that, especially since, like, you go from that nice scene where he's a sweetheart 
and saying pretty cheesy things, but whatever, it's nice. And then he comes back after the babysitter incident, and like you could just see it, his eyes are all fucking yeah. dark and shit. Like it's it's nice. It's nice for us to be able to like, okay, we're along with Ryan. We're rooting for him, even though he's being possessed. But that's actually wildly important to this movie because or else at the end you're rooting too hard against him as opposed to you don't want to get to the end of this and just be like, kill him. Yeah, kill him. like you you want to keep like these you need to have those scenes to remind you like no this is not him and he's so overly nice like at the restaurant saying he'll do anything to make it's all about making her happy and blah, blah, blah. like it, they, that's they why i'm glad there. this movie doesn't have a body count i'm glad the movie doesn't end with george being dead and you know what i mean instead it's just like actually hey that it's kind of a happy ending like all they lost was their material shit and like their house, but uh, fuck, I mean, fuck that in that situation. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. But they all made it out. Okay. And um, it was, I, I going back to the babysitter scene real quick. I really think that's probably the scariest scene in the movie. Um, it was when I watched it in theaters, it was the scene that I was waiting to get to. Honestly, yeah. I was like, Oh, I remember this being fucked up. But on rewatch, like I said, I think it just would have been so much more effective if we hadn't seen Jody like three other times before. Yeah. Like if we had just seen her get shot in the beginning in the movie and then this was the first time we saw her, it would have been like, yeah, that's pretty gnarly. And I think they actually had the director had the idea of putting the babysitter's finger in her head. And the producers during the, sorry, and the producers during the commentary uh, said that they actually almost took it out. And oh, they, that, wow. But the director was like, no, let's let's do that. Yeah, I think it was a good call to keep it. It's gnarly as fuck, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the way the little yeah. girl's smiling when she sticks the her finger in her head. Yeah, because the babysitter was kind of uh laying it on pretty thick about how there's nothing going on. Yeah. So you see her get taken out on a stretcher and she's noticeably just traumatized. Dude, when she sees the doll and she recognizes it for like a split second. Yeah like that shit would be creepy as fuck knowing that the kid was buried with the doll and being like wait, wait a minute what's that doing here <laughs> like, uh yeah that would have been a, <laughs> that would have been a game changer but uh with all that my so i sh- told you what i w- what made me the most uncomfortable and scared me the most in this movie this the best line and the funniest line in this entire movie had to be when they're all eating dinner at the table. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude. And Ryan Reynolds, few people could pull this off better, if anyone. And I think it was funny because of his the way he fucking delivered it. So he has the older kid out there. What what did he have him doing out there? He was like, just, I think, moving logs. Moving logs, doing yard work or some shit, yeah. like punishing the kid for his actions i guess what was it about the babysitter so they can't yeah they come home from the babysitter and before you get to your line real quick i really love the scene where he's yelling at the two boys on the staircase like the one boy's crying and they're like we don't want to go back up into that room where those kids were killed and ron reynolds just was like shut up and like yelling at them and then i love he's like he's like shut your face and go to bed or something like that right and then he just stares at him he goes run run <laughs> <laughs> that was just really really fucking creepy but yeah so then he i guess as punishment he blames the kids for it so then he has the older kid outside doing moving lumber there we go 
Oh, it's uh, right uh, there. That's what is the coincidence that that's the, we're right here talking about we're what's li- we're lined up. Look, she's on this stretch again, Tate. I wanted to get it to the fig when she fingered the babysitter at a time, or the babysitter fingered the kid in the closet. Let's maybe not say that out loud. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, what but yeah. <laughs> so then Ryan Reynolds, the wife, and the two younger children are having dinner. While and- he, while the older kids out there like slaving over like this yard work and they're all silently eating dinner and the wife goes is this discipline or torture and then ryan rose goes i thought it was meatloaf and he, the way he laughs, laughs the chuckle the chuckle he follows it like and like kind of like looking to like get approval oh my god line of the movie by far like i like laughed out loud because it caught me off guard in a movie like this yeah like we well, just saw fucked up shit and then he hits you like like is this discipline or torture i thought it was sweet love <laughs> like it well then it's followed up by a really fucked up line where um he said where he's he's like my father taught me that to nurture the soul you have to break the body or something or something like that okay. and then he's like that's what my dad taught me and his dad's not around to teach him that is he and i was just like fuck i said oof like okay i was like this is the turning point yeah and then of course one of the another big things i remember of pulling my first that's what there's actually things that i've watched so many movies back in like 2005 and around that time frame i can't really tell you shit from i remembered the fingering the head hole in the closet and i remember this scene as well when he's making when brian rose is making the older kid hold the logs while he yeah. the wood that's intense yeah like hold now hold it now you need to hold it still my exact quote dude that fucking axe cutting scene is intense (laughs) (laughs) so we're we're pretty oh yeah in the commentary ryan reynolds said that uh that scene was so hard to shoot because everybody on set was like just kind of it was like an upsetting scene but also he was so into it he improvised the line like he did he just was it so into it when he like the kid was like no and he gets down and grabs his face and he was like we're having fun this is fun now put your hand up there and he didn't mean to slap him but he just he did so he slapped the kid yeah and he's like i don't know what came over me but it was just it was there and thankfully you know the young actor went with it but i was just like fuck and um that scene i think that's actually the scene i think of most when i think of this movie that one and then the 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 girl on the roof yeah like that it's, it's that's that's something that i've thought about most was the girl you see the, the visual of the girl on the roof you see right around chopping the wood and then the the closet scene yeah when dude when he's when ryan Reynolds, i think he makes a comment like now if you're shaky or something that that makes me shaky or whatever whatever yeah. it was it's just like oh dude his eyes look so fucked in that scene what yeah. are you crying and that's what I mean. It's like, fuck. If you, whoever is out there who doesn't think Ryan Reynolds is a good actor outside of doing comedy, like, fuck right off. He is so goddamn good. And, um, dude, I love that bathtub scene. That creeped me out as a kid when Ryan Reynolds gets in the bathtub and then the hands and like they rip his, like, I think lungs open or something. It's a quick shot, but I remember as a kid that kind of freaked me out. Um, I actually forgot about that, but. Yeah, we're approaching now. We're approaching something that I definitely did not remember, and you know, uh, like no, 
there's a pet peeve of mine. Oh yeah, okay. that we get now. Literally, I mean, not to be a a pet peeve. We get an animal kill. <clears throat> we get a dog kill. But you know what? It does work because it like we have it set up. But there is like they have a dog that's around, and Ryan Reynolds is in his phase. I guess his head gets all fucked up and he thinks of something else attacking him and he yeah. starts axing the shit out of something and then you realize he just axed killed the dog. Well, they did it really tastefully where it wasn't this super graphic thing. It was all and instead it was really emotional and then seeing Ryan Reynolds react to like realizing he just axed his dog is also really satisfying. It's just like, all right, fuck, like we're in it. He yeah. Mr. Mr. Lutz is in trouble here. Yep. I uh, wrote poor pup dot 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 fuck demons, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're just bummed, legit bummed out, lost in the story. Um yeah, I, yeah, and then there's a whole priest aspect of the movie where he comes in and he I think his recommendation is to just get out get out of the house. Yeah, I don't I don't like the priest stuff in the movie. I think that it, it feels just kind of forced because that's what was in the original I know about. But uh like I don't know, it's just like that actor comes in, Philip Baker Hall, and he just like start he seems so disinterested. <laughs> like he yeah, just starts like, like, he has to be tracked down again. Like he comes to the house and bails and he knows shit's fucked up. Yeah. But then like the wife has to go to him again, like hey like what's going on here and then he just fills around on how fucked up everything is yeah like hey why don't he take initiative and maybe try and get ahead of this thing don't make her come to you because that's going crazy that's where you have to because i'm they obviously changed a lot for they say it's based on true story but they change a lot of shit so in that sense i don't know maybe it would have been fun if they had the priest go back to the house at the end of the movie with the girl to try and rescue their kids and he winds up getting killed so at least you have like some stakes like oh fuck yeah, yeah they could have killed him off i guess he could have been fodder for a good kill and it just because sure. he just feels like he comes in the movie just to kind of like give some exposition and prove that the house is haunted to the wife which should be obvious but oh. and then he's just kind of like you got to get your family out of there and then bye yeah i'm outie well, maybe that's actually kind of realistic. But I think it's funny that it takes the wife so long to be like, let's, like, George, let's get the fuck out of here. Because after the daughter wanted to jump off the roof because her imaginary friend told her to, I'd be like, oh, we're out. If I had no, already been there already, I'd been like, oh, okay, well. Yeah, because we see the girl, they come home, and the girl, the little girl, Chloe, rest, she's on the roof. And there's a whole scene about saving her and getting her off her jumping off the roof she jumps but they catch her and all because which they actually did like she actually chloe was actually on the roof and they had wires oh my God. and and shit and she like she only had a body double i think once for like one shot during the commentary i was like damn that's pretty fucking impressive um and just saving her her saying that josie told her that by doing that she'd see her dad again and it's just like that's why i love it ryan reynolds comes around the corner and he's just like what is wrong with you people? Yeah. <clears throat> Wacko family. Like after after all of that, and after he got the ladder and did the saving, so you're on with him. But after he does all that, it's just like, fuck. Yeah. What is wrong with you? It, 
that, that was a good line. It, like, I don't know, you could relate, kind of. Well, he's also under possession, so he, you yeah, know, they're, yeah. But um, I don't know why I wrote this as I was watching the movie. That to me, this movie is kind of like a cozy blanket. It's not horrifying, and it's not the the fact that nobody dies other than in the beginning. It's like just this nice horror movie you can put on that's not too fucking intense like if i wanted to put on uh like rob zombies halloween you know what i mean that's one word so <laughs> i'm in yeah. for it. this is just a fun like de- it, it goes by quick yeah there's a lot of suspense it goes by quick it's not violently gory and aggressive no like uh like if you want to have like some horror movie on but you have like maybe some family or you know mother-in-law or something maybe is over maybe this would be more on par as opposed to like the evil dead remake or some slashers but uh this would be a movie that when if i ever have kids like as they were getting older this is like one of those movies i would show them to introduce them to horror movies like more mature r-rated horror movies uh yeah i mean it depends on how old how how old because this could stick i this could stick with the kid i think I don't know, like five years old should be able I to think, handle it. I no, I think maybe you start with like Beetlejuice. <laughs> no, I'm saying I said more and more like I, like as they got oh, older. Rated more, R. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, not just jump straight into hack you know. and slash. Yeah, but I, at the same time, I don't know because I even said I thought this was like hack and slash to me. It's just like hey, it's blood, it's blood, it's it's fake blood. This that you can always get away with slash. It's not like aggressive evil dead kills but just hack and slash like jason Imagine i just show them the evil dead 2013 remake is start with this and we work down from there. <laughs> uh i will say that <laughs> your kids the get one- taken out like the babysitter on the stretcher <laughs> <laughs> just like murmuring and shaking and shit your wife comes in like, what happened we just watched a flick <laughs> <laughs> i guess they're not a fan um I will say the one thing, the big complaint I'll have about this movie is the backstory of the haunting is so underdeveloped and like quickly kind of like glanced over at the end. That is such a, because I I actually kind of like it, but it all happens so quickly that it doesn't feel earned. It just feels like, oh, we need some reason for this house to be haunted. Whereas if they had like some shit slowly Uh, (laughs) kind of reveal, um, like maybe her do some digging but not find enough shit and then she tries you know what i mean instead it just happens all at the very end and it's like well all right i guess I that's what it. happened yeah. yeah i get it you get to the end it's just all about just tying everything up but having because i like, actually <clears throat> think that whole scene where ryan's walking through and seeing all the tortured indians like that's pretty fucking creepy yeah and then the jack ketchum character like slitting his own throat and but it just i don't know the way it's also edited it just feels kind of rushed and cheesy um also this is the worst line in the movie for me when she says he tortured indians on my land on my basement who said that the wife oh really yeah what, when she in my basement dude and it's so cringy every time i hear it because she's in the office with the priest and it cuts back to her and she's like he tortured indians on my land on my basement First off, her saying on my land just sounds really like yeah weird. Uh, and then I get, I get what you mean about her mouth though. Yeah. And then uh 
it's just annoying enough to where it's just like we just shut up or pan away for a second uh and then when she says on my basement dude i was like how the fuck did that make it in how did that get kept wow, that's a toughie on my but basement i think i got towards the end <clears throat> i was probably buzzed up and i was probably invested at that point watching him go through it on my basement also then she calls uh, then the priest says you know get your family out of that house and i know i love that she knows that george is like not himself and acting like violent and shit and still tries to call him and says get the, you and the kids out of the house like why not call the police and have the cops go and like <clears throat> well I, I don't know i don't know i mean maybe maybe your thought could be like yeah there's something going wrong but maybe like we left to go out on the date maybe if i call and i say hey get the kids and leave and then we'll, you know maybe he'll just be okay fine but then, then you know <clears throat> once they're away like i don't know that maybe he then was, she should maybe, have said like hey will you meet me in town bring the kids hey meet me in town bring the yeah and said like get out of the house it's like well you just fucking threatened yeah. the ghost good job but that did set up a good scene for him like ripping the cord out of the wall and then it, that makes you at home go, uh-oh. So now we get this, like, <clears throat> I don't know, like, maybe reminiscent of The Shining, I guess. Maybe. That's what I thought of, actually. Yeah. Because um, he's running around with an axe and trying to kill his family. And he's and he's so calm about it. Yeah. Like, he's like, this is what he has to do. So you get this whole, but now the family is running away from the father figure of this family. And... They're getting chased on the roof. It's raining. It's lightning. You get this whole, this is the whole final scene. <clears throat> and she, what does she love with him with? The back of the gun? Well, yeah. So first she, she comes home and like, she's got all the kids and he has a shotgun, which if you watch the movie, it's funny. He actually racks the shotgun twice without firing it. And you don't see oh, a shell eject. Oh. And then he fires it twice and you don't see him rack it. Um, which is just a funny little continuity thing, you know, like people who don't know how guns work and the editing. It's like they could, it's like, oh, him rocking the gun right there was really awesome. And then they like this other shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, he's chasing him with the gun shooting and then he falls off the roof and the gun goes flying. And then that's when he grabs up the axe and he's about to kill the older kid and she fucking knocks his ass out with the butt of the shotgun yeah. um but oh before that though when she first gets home do you remember he's like in the boathouse like looking around in the water and he's like oh. turning on the boat motor and then she falls in the wife and her hair gets caught up in the boat motor oh, and he dude, starts that's... trying to starts trying to drown her because he sees like a demon in her face yeah i wrote dude could you fucking imagine that boat motor scene happening to you i know you don't have you know hair but like just <laughs> right. fucking I... imagine Around this time, watching it, I'm pretty sure I had hair down to my shoulders. <laughs> and I remember uh, I, like, back when I was like wrestling, if I didn't tie it up or anything like that, like uh, that shit would get in your mouth. Yeah. It would literally like fuck with your breathing and you would choke with your own hair. Much of being underwater and being around <laughs> a boat motor and she jumps out like, what are you trying to do? Kill me? And he's just kind of called like, like he kind of was well he's like looking at her kind of like he doesn't know what to make of her because yeah. he's so fucked up um yeah and then they knock she knocks him out and then we get a nice uh because it, it i forgot about it 
and I was like, wait a minute, am I am I watching the alternate version or something? When uh, it's like a, I guess it's like a quick little fake out where he actually axes her in the stomach. Remember? Oh yeah. They're like going to get clothesline to time up. Yeah, and- yeah. I think I picked up on that being a uh, a fake out pretty quick. Though. It got me just for a second because I I didn't remember it at all, and I was like, oh, I was like, is this an alternate ending? Did I have yeah. the wrong DVD or something? And then I, it was like, okay. I was like, wait, hold up, that didn't happen, right? And then quickly I found, okay, okay, it did, it did happen, but. but yeah, I thought it was. Uh, then they just tie him up and they kind of just leave which i'm like both fine with but it's also just like maybe you should have had like the jack ketchum spirit like attack them in some way you know what i mean instead oh you mean like a big reveal at the end where yeah just like one final as they're pulling it said they literally nothing happens they literally pull him to the boathouse he has like a little bit of like a a freak out as like the possession leaves him and then that's it they get the boat and they leave and i like that moment it's just like, it just goes by so quick. You're just like, man, I wish there was just one final, like, we got to see the villain demon guy. Like, Okay, that's a good point. Yeah, because it was kind of a, they're just driving away in this boat from the house and they get a certain amount of way and they like stop. Then they like look back and look at him like, is it you? And what does he say? Like, don't look back. Yeah, he's like, don't look at it, Kathy. And like then yeah. he's like, let's get out of here, and they leave. And it says like they didn't return. The Lutz's family left after 28 days and never returned for their personal items, which I don't blame them. No, that'd um, be a tough thing for that family to come back from. Either way, I think I don't. Know, yeah, yeah. Which sucks because George isn't a bad guy. He just was fucking possessed by some evil shit. Um, and then it cuts back into the house and we see Jody like scream and do some weird ghost shit. And then she gets dragged uh, into the floor. One last like jump scare. Yeah. And the house like resets, you know, for the, like the new family. Um, so the ending's maybe a little weak. And I really wish the Jack Ketchum Native American shit was more developed and like just kind of peppered throughout the movie instead of just all at the end. It's like, here you go. Um and but other than that i i really enjoy this and actually during the this was my last note during the commentary ryan reynolds actually shockingly improved a lot of lines that made me love his character like when they were in down in the basement he says uh you look foxy in that skirt like he improvised that and the producer said i love that you used that because you used foxy which is really 70s like yeah i did my homework um and then uh he also improvised the line where she's like are we happy he's He's like, she's happy. I'm broke. Um, he also improvised the line that says, we'll sell one of the kids, the little one. Um, and then lastly was the one that I said w- with the axing where he's like, put your hands up there. We're friends. We're friends, right? And then he slapped him. I was just like, damn it. He's, Ryan Reynolds, you're fucking dope. He's so good. I want him to be in more horror movies, which he he's done a few. He did like that horror comedy called The Voices. The Voices and uh, I guess Buried. Oh yeah, Buried was intense. If you're claustrophobic, fuck that. Yeah, that just seems really like an uncomfortable watch. I think I downloaded that when it like first came out. It's really good. It's just... I don't know if I watched it all. It was just really uncomfortable. It's really intense. And then uh, 
was the one with Sandra Bullock? The proposal? Yeah. The movie scared the shit out of me. I was so fucked up from that for but <laughs> no bullshit. I watched that movie a so lot of theaters. times. <laughs> yeah. It is good shit. That was a Oscar, good movie. That Oscar was a- from the office is the stripper in that movie, and that was like one of my funniest uh he kills it. Yeah. What a good cast. Let's Dude, he's, a, he's like the cell phone repair guy. Well, good thing you brought up the proposal because next week on Horror Flip. <laughs> oh, well, before we, we're going to find out what next week is on Horror Flicks with Hard Nick. But so I guess we both agree. Like, I, where I, I'm with you. I, I really enjoyed this. Uh, this is only the second time I've watched it. And I don't, I don't know. I, I, I know I tend to, like most things but i appreciate things for what they are yeah if this thing gets a lot of hate that i don't think it's deserved no man come on this was this was cool this was fun you like you said you sit down and you just you put this on i know there's not a huge body count or anything like that but it's it's a different kind of horror movie yeah and, and brian reynolds crushed it i thought everybody played it i mean he i think he if had it been him, it could have been a lot worse. But I, I don't know. I, I liked a lot about it. I really did. I like also the, the, there's some underrated things like the cinematography is really good. The music is pretty fucking banging. Um, they actually you remember the flashback sequence or not flashback, but we're like a, the home movie sequence. Yes, when he sees the demon in the older kid. Yeah. yeah. But that that footage they actually shot like they the cast members shot on a real like. Uh, Super 8 like camera for you know the 70s and I was like come on that's dope like the fact that you actually did that instead of just using some video effects I don't know I really enjoy it I actually I think I try and watch this movie every October September time frame Um, I know when I was younger dude like I said I watched the fuck out of this Um, because this is one of the few horror movies I had on DVD at the time as I was just getting into horror so I rewatched this one a lot. And I was also obsessed with Ryan Reynolds growing up. Cause like I saw this and then waiting came out, I think either right before this or right after now, or something. Now waiting. I saw in theaters. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Dude. Waiting changed my fucking life. Waiting was one of the first movies I watched that it was of a movie that pretty much stayed in the same location, the entire, a single, like a single yeah. set movie. And I fell in love with it. Cause it made me, it made it comforting for me. I think that's why I like The Office yeah. so much. There's something well, there. There's something with this movie too, because this pretty much takes all place in you know this house yeah. for. So that's what I mean by it's kind of like a cozy blanket. Same with waiting and You're The right. Office. It's it's got this nice like ah a spooky <laughs> house movie that's not too intense. Awesome. Let me pop that on while I carve a jack lantern or just want to have some cool ghost vibes going on. So we both like it. We both recommend it. Would you say you have a favorite? Like we usually go by like favorite kills or whatnot. Do you have a, a favorite part that sticks out to you? That's like okay, this is the, this is my favorite part of this whole movie. Like, I'd watch this scene over and over. Um, I mean the babysitter scene is pretty gnarly, but I'd say actually the most interesting stuff for me is when Ryan Reynolds is walking through all the native Americans being tortured and that I wanted more of that. I wanted to see more and understand more of the, that story that was going on, but whatever, but between those two things, what about you? 
Uh, well, obviously, I told you what my favorite line was, that laugh out loud. I always go back to that. But yeah, it's I thought it was it, meatloaf. I thought it was meatloaf, that chuckle. But the, uh, the babysitter in the closet is the thing that I remembered all the way from 2005, my first viewing, to my second viewing this past week. And it stood up. Yeah, it was creepy. It was fucked up. And the log cutting scene, I think those two are incredible. And like I said, the one that really scared me the most was now being a father with that. Um, but right now, let's uh, let's take a pause for the cause. We're going to come back at the recommended the Amityville Horror for 2005. I gave you two thumbs up. We're going to come back. And we're going to do the Strive for Five to find out what we're going to be covering next week. What would you like for breakfast, Morty? Murderos! No, not for breakfast. Would you like some toast? No! I want Murderos! How about a woman? It's Murderos, the new breakfast cereal that's driving kids absolutely insane. Filled with honey and sugar, your kid is sure to turn into a murderous psychopath in a single bite. And in every box, a prize. Wow, mine has blood on it. It's so good, people are absolutely dying over it. Murderos. Dylan, it's time Jeff. for the Strive for Five. Strive for Five. Three questions, two one points, one three point. You miss one or both the one points. You get a shot at a two point, so you can still strive for five. So you can pick the movie next week. If not, I do. Dylan, here are your categories for this week. (laughs) Dylan has a giant like cardboard tube (coughs) that he's swinging at animals of his. Dude, I don't know what the fuck is up tonight. All right, Dylan. Yeah, your cat. Your categories are taglines. I name the. Uh, I read you the tagline. You tell me what the movie is. Okay. Could be the Scott. Once again, category remakes. Clowning around. Obviously, movies about clowns. Um, Rob Zombie. This will all feature films in the Rob Zombie uh, area. Uh, numbers. These are the answer will always be a horror movie that has some numbers somewhere in the title. And last one will be Universal Movie Monsters. <laughs> all right. Uh, um, let's go with Clowning Around. Clowning Around. One point question. In 2017's It, the scene where Pennywise lures Georgie from the sewer grate, his eyes change color from blue to what color? Uh... I I just watched that scene the other day. Wasn't looking at his eyes, other than they go fucking cross-eyed or whatever. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Like brown, red. They go from blue. <laughs> you can't pick one. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck it, go with red. I guess I don't. I don't red? know why they'd go brown. The correct answer. Pay in the uh, scene where Pennywise lures Georgie from the sewer grate. His eyes change from the color blue to yellow. Hmm. yellow. Well, brown and re- red get yellow, <laughs> right? all right right. we're gonna need to go for a a, uh that strive for five two-point question on one of these but let's see if we can get this uh get another one point here what category would you like uh remakes i guess okay remakes one point question the screenwriter todd farmer also appears in this film playing the role of Frank the Trucker. Uh, my Bloody Valentine 3D. That is correct. You know, he's also in Jason X. <coughs> is he? Doing yeah. what? He's like one of the guys that gets killed, I think, during the video game, but he was the writer of Jason X. Okay. Well... So you're one point on the board. You still need to get one of these <laughs> three point question, three point questions. It ain't happening, dude. You yeah, asked that fucking Pennywise question. I literally was just like, <laughs> "All right, here's how this shit's gonna go." We got numbers. Rob Zombie. Num. I'm going with numbers. Numbers. Okay. Fuck Rob Zombie. Okay. This is the three point question. For numbers. Remember, in the title of this movie, there are numbers. So we're in it. It's, it doesn't have it could be just just numbers or numbers just in that. So broaden your horizon. So it narrows it down immediately. Here we go. <laughs> All of James Vanderbeek's scenes as Mandy Moy Moyes as, <laughs> as Mandy Moore's boyfriend were cut out of this film all of james vanderbeek's scenes as mandy moore's boyfriend were cut out of this film so you can narrow this down twice already number in the title and a horror film that mandy moore was in i can only think of one unless it's an older one but i can't think now what is what you're thinking does it have numbers in the title yeah You're not going to say a walk to remember, are you? Dude, I was, as a jerk, I was going to say a walk to remember. <laughs> uh, no, uh, 47 meters down. Dude, that is correct. 47 meters down, baby. Finally, I got Dylan. some fucking questions, right? Yes. You are four points. You missed that very first. That means we go to the strive for five bonus two-point question. Okay, here we go, Dylan. (laughs) Now, absorb all the information here, okay? Here we go. I'm listening. I might not say this right, but here we go. Actor Javier Botet has a genetic disorder called Marfan syndrome with symptoms of the disease giving him his slender body 
and long fingers. He plays a spirit in this 2013 horror film. Please. Is it Javier Bardem? B O T E T. It's not Javier Bardem. <laughs> Whatever. So this is not a huge, well-known actor, I guess. I think he's from another country. He has a genetic disorder, so he plays a lot of the. Um, not really acting, but he plays a lot of like what? Oh, there's something that he was in. Say, so can you just say the the. Uh, whatever the information again actor javier but i'm gonna say just botet has a genetic disorder called marfan syndrome which with symptoms of the disease giving him his slender body and long fingers he plays a spirit in this 2013 horror film i'm trying to think of ghost movies from 2013 Remember, I don't believe he has <clears throat> any dialogue. I, that doesn't help. <laughs> they're, they're, they're I can't using, think of any 2013 ghost movies. They're using his body as this being. Long, slender body. Long fingers, slender body. 2013. Every movie I maybe think of, I'm like, no, that ain't, I don't think that came out until this year or that year. You know what I mean? <clears throat> well, if you have something that would really like fit to what he would play and don't get caught up too much on the years, I mean, like I said, we could always be awful in whatever the year was. That's the problem is, I mean, there's so many slender ghost figures. <laughs> Because there's like, you know, there's like Mama, there's uh, there's uh, the whatever it's called from The Conjuring 2. So, fuck. But I can't remember the dates of those. I can't remember when they came out. I think Mom was 2011. Um, I would pick whatever, I wouldn't get caught up with the dates. And I would pick whatever you think is most confident that would fit something like that. It's a shame because I don't know. 2013. Yep. I was just graduating high school. And he plays a ghost? A spirit. Are you getting caught up? I think you're getting caught up on the year too much. I think you should look at don't look at look at the year as just a, a short time frame. So if I say 2013, look at it like it's like that whole four or five year period. Just, Dude, I don't know because yeah. now I'm thinking Evil Dead remake. Now I'm thinking Conjuring Two, like because I'm trying to think long spirit with long He's, fingers. It's not a small role. Like I didn't pick this thing. Like he was in one, like a small role in the movie. Twenty thirteen was the year I graduated high school. I can't think of a fucking thing, dude. Literally can't think of a character where he's a spirit with long fingers and tall and skinny. 
Go with your gut. I don't have anything in my gut. I have some Reese's and some Coke Zero. <laughs> and some barbecue. <laughs> None of those say Spirit, Javier Baudet. <sighs> That's not even a name I recognize. <laughs> Jeff, you're picking the movie because uh, I have no. I don't even have an answer. Like I have no fucking idea. If I were you, I'd guess. But I don't know what to guess is the problem. Okay. Like uh, I don't know because I don't want to say the Conjuring two because I think that was 2016. <clears throat> but I can't think of any other monster. The Babadook. Is that your answer? Sure. Dylan, I tried my best here. The answer was Mama. You said it, dude. You got it right. Yeah, but that was 2011, wasn't it? No. that's. Oh. I even said afterwards. Just draw out the lines. That's why I knew the question was good, because you got it. You're so good at this, you won't. I was, trying to like, I was like, go with your gut. But I don't know what the guess. And you told me. I know, but like I already already wiped Mama from my brain. Oh, dude, he played Mama. He also played uh, fuck. He played something else that's like super fucking popular in some recent movie, or maybe it wasn't recent, but fuck. My well, other. Yeah. Uh, we dragged that out long enough. What are we watching? You're right. You're right. I want to give a. Um, all right. Well, next week. Uh, I'd like to watch The Cabin in the Woods. Okay. Uh, this watching the Amityville horror reminded me of another horror movie that I watched back. There's very few horror movies I actually sat down and watched back in the day. And with the same girl that I saw Amityville Horror in the theaters with, I watched uh, The Cabin in the Woods with. And I remember liking it, but looking back, I can't really tell you much about it. That was and, 2016. And I now you're great with now you're great with dates. <laughs> uh, I really thought mom was 2011. Fuck. You said it, dude. <laughs> I was trying to pull it out of you to just say what you've already said. Dude, I said mama and then it left my brain. I was like, it's 2011. It's not but it. You were like, oh, well, there's the mama, there's the conjuring two. And then you brought the conjuring two back up later. <laughs> I thought it was, was yeah, because I wasn't thinking of mama anymore. Fuck. All right. I love the fucking game, dude. I'm like, it had to be on the edge of my seat. That was, that was fucking exciting. But let's watch Cabin in the Woods, dude. Okay. And uh, this was awesome. We're at, at Horror Flicks Pod Cast. Podcast. <laughs> at Horror Flicks Podcast on Instagram. I still can't get it, dude. <laughs> Fuck social media, dude. Uh, yeah. All right, buddy. That's it. <laughs> thanks for <laughs> thanks for listening to me lose trivia again. Hopefully, I'll pick a movie maybe next time. We'll see. Hopefully, too. I'm gonna have to get a list prepared. Good night. Goodbye. <laughs>